with artists created and produced by Detlef Schlick, a visual artist and ritual designer, living and loving in West Cork, and best known for his essay about the cause and effect of shamanism, art and digital culture. Working in the field of performance, photography, painting, sound, installations, and film he will dive and discover with us and a weekly creative guest into the unknown and exciting deep ocean of the creative mind. This is Detlef Schlich and today we dive into the deep and unknown exciting ocean of our creative mind together with the Homo Digitalis. Sir, or actually... Today we're boldly going where no podcast has gone before. We go into the future of Homo Digitalis. Um, last time we journeyed from the arcades of Cologne to the digital landscapes of today, exploring our evolution from Homo Electronicus to Homo Digitalis. We navigated the digital highways and byways, dodging space invaders and Donkey Kongs, and somehow made it back in one piece. But today, we're strapping on our virtual reality goggles, firing up our AI-powered rocket ships and blasting off into the future. We will be exploring the brave new world of tomorrow's technology, from artificial intelligence to virtual reality and beyond. So buckle up, listeners. It's going to be a wild ride. And remember, in the world of attitude, the future is always just a podcast away so let's get started but like always before we start i would like to thank again all people all over the world um, all listeners to this podcast it's really a, um it became a great community and uh, i'm happy yeah to research for you and to stay engaged with you and answering questions or even researching questions for you you know because i still think We're diving, <coughs> sorry, into such a such a uncertain future that it is somehow it is necessary. It's crucial actually to to keep in discourse because without speaking about the subjects, I mean, whether you're really getting depressed or just you 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 lose your 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 sense for hope or whatever, you know. And um, I realize my research helps me a lot to understand where we're gonna go, you know, through the help of philosophers and other artists, scientists, musicians, creative people, and, 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 you know. So, well, where are we going? And uh, that's, I try to to find out here in uh, in my podcast. So don't burn me like like a witch, so I'm, I'm just a messenger. So yeah, thank you everyone who's with me on this journey. And, um, I like to, to thank the people from America, Germany, Ireland, England, Dallas, Buenos Aires, Concordia, Cologne, Skull, wherever you're coming from. It's great to have you here. 
Let's get started. This is In our last episode, Attitude 189, we explored the transformation from Homo Electronicus to Homo Digitalis. We traced my journey from the arcades of Cologne, where I spent my pocket money on games like Space Invaders and Donkey Kong, to the present day, where digital technology permeates every aspect of our lives. Today, as Homo Digitalis, we are not just consumers of digital media, but active participants in it. We create, share and interact with digital content on a daily basis. We tweet, we post, we like, we share, we stream. We live our lives in a constant state of digital engagement. But this constant connectivity comes with its own set of challenges. The lines between work and leisure, public and private, online and offline, are increasingly blurred. We're always on, always connected, always engaged. And while this can open up new opportunities for communication and creativity, it can also lead to digital fatigue, information overload, and a sense of isolation. Moreover, as we navigate the digital landscape, we leave behind a trail of digital breadcrumbs, data that can be collected, analyzed, and used in ways we may not fully understand or consent to. This raises important questions about privacy, consent, and control in the digital age. So, as we stand on the threshold of the future, it's important to reflect on our current state as homo digitalis. How do we balance the benefits of digital technology with the potential pitfalls? How do we navigate the digital landscape while maintaining our individuality? and critical thinking skills? And most importantly, how do we ensure that technology serves us rather than the other way around? These are the questions we'll be exploring as we journey into the future of Homo Digitalis. So, hold on to your hats, listeners, it's going to be a wild ride. Let's explore the potential technological advancements that could shape the future of Homo Digitalis. As we rocket into the future, the landscape of digital technology is set to become even more complex and immersive. We're standing on the brink of a new era, where the lines between the physical and digital worlds are not just blurred, but virtually non-existent. One of the key players in this new era is artificial intelligence. AI is already transforming the way we interact with technology, from voice assistants like Alexa and Siri, to recommendation algorithms on Netflix and YouTube. But we're just scratching the surface. Future AI could become even more integrated into our daily lives, potentially even anticipating our needs and making decisions on our behalf. Virtual reality and augmented reality are also set to play a major role. These technologies can create immersive digital environments that feel as real as the physical world. Imagine attending a virtual concert with people from around the world, exploring a digital art gallery, or even walking on a virtual Mars. The possibilities are endless. And let's not forget about the Internet of Things. As more and more devices become connected to the Internet, from our fridges to our cars, we're moving towards a world where everything is interconnected and data-driven. These advancements promise to revolutionize the way we live, work, and play. But as we'll discuss in the next segment, they also raise important questions about privacy, ethics, and the nature of our digital selves. So, strap in, listeners, as we continue our journey into the future of Homo Digitalis. Let's move on to the implications of these technological advancements. As we venture further into the realm of Homo Digitalis, these advancements in technology promise to reshape our world in ways we can only begin to imagine. The potential benefits are immense. Artificial intelligence could streamline our lives, making everything from scheduling appointments to driving cars more efficient. 
virtual and augmented reality could revolutionize education, allowing students to explore ancient Rome or the human self from their classrooms. The Internet of Things could create smart homes that anticipate our needs, adjusting the temperature or even ordering groceries based on our habits. But with these benefits come significant challenges. As our lives become increasingly intertwined with digital technology, issues of privacy and security come to the forefront. How do we protect our personal information in a world where everything is connected? How do we navigate the ethical implications of AI making decisions on our behalf? Moreover, as the boundaries between the physical and digital worlds blur, we risk losing touch with reality. Virtual reality and augmented reality offer exciting possibilities, but they also raise questions about authenticity and the nature of human experience. If we can visit the Louvre or climb Mount Everest from our living rooms, what happens to the value of real, physical experiences? As we traverse the digital landscape, we find ourselves standing at the precipice of a new reality, one where the physical and digital worlds are not just intertwined, but indistinguishable. This fusion of realities, while exciting, also presents us with a philosophical quandary that echoes the musings of French philosophers like Jean Baudrillard, who famously grappled with the concept of hyperreality. In this hyperreal world, the line between the real and the simulated becomes blurred. We can scale the heights of Mount Everest or stroll through the halls of the Louvre without ever leaving our living rooms. But as we immerse ourselves in these virtual experiences, we must ask ourselves what becomes of the real, physical experiences. The value of physical experiences lies not just in the experiences themselves, but in the effort, the journey, the anticipation, and the sense of accomplishment that comes with them. The sweat on our brow as we scale a mountain. The awe we feel as we stand before a masterpiece, these are sensations that virtual reality, no matter how advanced, cannot fully replicate. Moreover, the ubiquity of virtual experiences risks diluting the value of the real. If we can visit the Louvre any time we want, does the experience lose its specialness? If we can climb Mount Everest with the click of a button, does the achievement lose its significance? And then there's the question of authenticity. In a world where experiences can be simulated, How do we distinguish the authentic from the inauthentic? How do we maintain our connection to the real world when we are constantly immersed in the virtual? These are not just philosophical musings, but pressing questions that we must grapple with as we navigate the digital age. As we stand on the threshold of this new reality, we must ensure that we do not lose touch with the real, that we do not sacrifice the authentic for the simulated, and that we do not let the virtual eclipse the physical. In the words of Baudrillard, it is always the real that is the first to simulate itself. As we journey into the future of Homo Digitalis, let us ensure that we do not lose sight of the real amidst the allure of the simulated. And then there's the issue of digital fatigue. As we're constantly connected, constantly engaged, it's easy to feel overwhelmed. How do we strike a balance between staying connected and preserving our mental health? As we hurtle into the future of Homo Digitalis, these are the questions we must grapple with. The digital frontier is exciting, but it's also uncharted territory. As we explore this new landscape, we must ensure that we're not just passive passengers, but active, thoughtful participants. So, buckle up, listeners. The future of Homo Digitalis is here, and it's up to us to shape it. Let's continue the journey. Let's delve into the ethical considerations of these future developments. As we navigate the digital landscape of the future, we must not lose sight of the ethical implications of these technological advancements. The rise of artificial intelligence, virtual reality, and the Internet of Things brings with it a host of ethical dilemmas that we must grapple with. Firstly, there's the issue of data privacy. As our lives become increasingly digitized, 
Vast amounts of personal data are being collected, stored and analyzed. Who has access to this data? How is it being used? And how can we ensure that our personal information is protected? Then there's the question of consent. As AI systems become more sophisticated, they have the potential to make decisions on our behalf. But how do we ensure that these decisions align with our own values and preferences? And at what point does automation infringe on our personal autonomy? Furthermore, as virtual and augmented reality blur the lines between the digital and physical worlds, we must consider the implications for our perception of reality. What is the impact on our mental health when we spend more time in virtual environments than in the physical world? And how do we ensure that these technologies are used in a way that enhances, rather than diminishes, our human experience? Finally, there's the issue of digital inequality. As technology advances, there's a risk that those who lack access to digital resources will be left behind. How do we ensure that the benefits of digital technology are distributed equitably and not just concentrated among the privileged few? These are complex issues with no easy answers. But as we step into the future of Homo Digitalis, it's crucial that we engage with these ethical considerations. Because at the end of the day, technology is a tool and it's up to us to decide how we use it. So, as we wrap up this episode, I invite you all to reflect on these questions. How do you envision the future of Homo Digitalis? And how can we shape this future in a way that aligns with our values, respects our privacy, and enhances our human experience? Let's continue the conversation. Let's wrap things up with a conclusion. As we stand on the precipice of the future, it's clear that the journey from Homo Electronicus to Homo Digitalis is far from over. In fact, it's just beginning. The advancements in technology we've discussed today, artificial intelligence, virtual reality, the Internet of Things, these are not just abstract concepts. They are real, tangible forces that are shaping our world and our identities. But as we've also discussed, these advancements bring with them a host of challenges. Issues of privacy, consent, and digital inequality are not just hypotheticals. They are real concerns that we must address as we navigate the digital landscape. So, what does the future hold for Homo Digitalis? Well, that's up to us. As we move forward, we must remember that we are not just passive consumers of technology. We are active participants in shaping our digital future. We have the power to decide how we use technology, how we protect our privacy, and how we ensure that the benefits of the digital age are shared equitably. As we navigate the digital age, we often hear the call to preserve the real, to maintain our connection to the physical world amidst the rise of the virtual. But what if the distinction between the real and the virtual is not as clear-cut as we think? What if the virtual and the physical are not opposing forces, but rather complementary aspects of our reality? Consider this, the experiences we have in the virtual world are real experiences. The emotions we feel when we interact with a piece of digital art, the connections we form with people we meet in online communities, the sense of accomplishment we feel when we conquer a challenge in a video game. These are all real emotions, real connections, real accomplishments. In this light, the virtual world is not a threat to the real world, but an extension of it. It offers us new ways to experience, to connect, to learn, and to grow. It expands our reality rather than eclipsing it. This is not to say that we should abandon the physical world in favor of the virtual. The smell of a new book, the feel of paint on a canvas, the sound of a live orchestra, these are experiences that cannot be replicated in the virtual world. They are valuable and irreplaceable, and they deserve to be cherished. But perhaps the challenge of the digital age is not to preserve the real in the face of the virtual, but to find a balance between the two, to embrace the possibilities of the virtual world, while also cherishing the experiences of the physical world. 
to navigate the digital landscape, not with fear or resistance, but with curiosity and openness. So as we journey into the future of Homo Digitalis, let us not fear the virtual, but embrace it. Let us not mourn the loss of the real, but celebrate its expansion. And let us not resist the digital age, but navigate it with wisdom and grace. As we wrap up this episode, I want to leave you with a challenge. I challenge you to think critically about your relationship with technology to question, to explore, to engage. Because the future of Homo Digitalis is not something that's happening to us, it's something we are creating together. And with that, we've reached the end of Attitude 190. Thank you for joining me on this journey into the future of Homo Digitalis. So as we continue our journey into the digital age, let's remember to keep our feet firmly planted in the real world, even as we explore the virtual. After all, while virtual reality might let us climb Mount Everest from our living rooms, it still can't replicate the feeling of real mountain air in our lungs or the satisfaction of a hot cup of tea after a long climb. And let's be honest, a virtual fall from Everest is far less thrilling than a real one, though admittedly it's also far less dangerous. And remember, while the Internet of Things might promise a future where our fridges can order milk when we run out, let's not forget the simple pleasure of a surprise find in the back of the fridge. Who knows, you might discover that forgotten piece of cake just when you need it most. In all seriousness, though, as we navigate the digital landscape, let's remember the question to explore and to engage critically with the technology around us. Because whether we're Homo electronicus, Homo digitalis, or just Homo sapiens, trying to figure out how to set up a Zoom meeting, we're all in this together. So here's to the future of Homo digitalis. May it be a future of discovery, growth, and perhaps most importantly, good Wi-Fi. Until next time, remember, in the world of attitude, the future is always just a podcast away. I can't wait to see where we go next. Keep questioning, keep exploring, and keep creating, and keep listening to attitude. I mean, I hope I have you next Sunday morning at 10 a.m. back in this show. And yeah, uh, join the Isle of Westcock Artist Group uh, on Facebook and start keeping a discourse with us, you know. Or go to Instagram and follow or just look into my accounts. It's at Detschlich or at Attitude or at I Love Westcock Artists. So I post there all the time things uh, about this podcast or, or other projects of mine. Yeah. So thank you very much. I'm so happy to have you here in real life and uh, hopefully see you next Sunday. Bye bye. You have listened to Artitude, West Cork's first art, fashion and design podcast. Artitude, never so close again. Ah! That was too close.